What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, January 26, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, well, not as always, but being joined today by the returning Mr. Michael Vergara. Michael, how the heck are you today, sir? I'm doing pretty gosh darn well. How about you, Corey Smith? Well, sorry, I've been I've been listening to a lot of uh, Conrad's um, podcast, and I feel like he always starts off, it's 83 weeks, Mr. Eric Bischoff, how the heck are you? Every week. It's just formulaic. Anyways. I mean, okay. <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to give a little Conrad Thompson for everyone there at home. I mean, I feel how like... How many companies I, have you bankrupted, Corey? Uh, you know, I'm not talking about Bischoff, I'm talking about Conrad. He, he's done things right he's put he, he he's 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 done a thing he's done things yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. anyways we're not here to talk about uh conrad thompson as much as we want to we're here to talk talk a little bit of pro wrestling this week uh because we got fallout from this week's aew dynamite uh, and we also have a confirmed vinnie max sighting in the wild where is he oh, i don't know yeah we and, can't uh, confirm that man is still alive we would we would hear we would hear about it if if we heard otherwise, he would be in his polo shirt at a at a Miami nightclub walking out. No, no, it's it's abundantly like it's been abundantly clear that like Vince McMahon in his. Well, well, we'll get into it later. We'll get into it. And also it's time to rumble this Sunday or no Saturday, not Sunday. It's the Royal Rumble. It returns to TV or computers or whatever the fuck you're watching it on but we're gonna take a look at all the on possible. the cock brother on the yeah, cock it's on the p or no the ass butt as i call it it's a peacock ass anyways uh we're gonna take a look at all the possible surprises this year uh but before we get into all of that please take a time and click the like down below the subscribe and all that good stuff it really does uh stroke our egos and lets us know that we are uh we're good boys let us know we are good boys because like i said I um, wasn't hugged as a kid, and my therapist has pointed this out, and I think the likes kind of counterbalance it or makes it worse. I don't know. Either way, click all the good stuff down below because uh, if you like us, it helps us out. We all we all strive to be liked. I mean, come on, that's isn't that what wrestling? That's also what wrestling is all about, too. You know, you know, it's all about having uh having father figures that weren't there for you as a kid. You know, it's it's looking up to Brian Cage and saying, "Will you be my daddy?" Not many people look up to Brian Cage, like literally. Like, have you seen? Have you have you seen the man? Like, he's just. I've seen him many times. He's he's my height, right? Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Anyways, well, you talk a little Brian Cage. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite this week, Michael. What did you What did you think of the show overall? That the Jay Briscoe Um, tribute show. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. I think this is the first show. Is this the first show you've yes. done since the passing? Yes. Yeah. I needed uh, you. I needed you for that. Uh, you you were probably the one that's probably watched more uh, Briscoe matches in your life. I mean, out of the three life. of us, probably. Yes. So. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Jay Briscoe, um, he, you know, I know it's been a term that's been thrown around ad nauseum ever like in ROH. I mean, in, in AEW, but. A lot of people say like the him and the Briscoes were in fact like a gigantic pillar to ROH and like seeing the outpouring of emotion of every wrestler like who has wrestled for ROH to not a bad word has ever said about like either Briscoe yeah. and yeah it's you know just to see the to get like out of out of like if there's any shred of positivity towards this tr- utter tragic story it's just how 
how utterly unified everyone was expanding across entire like multiple companies well, multiple NXT, decades you know people he, just you know paying were, their respects to, for for one jay briscoe and you know uh it's it's just one of those it's it was it was just an immense tragedy that's been like that's just a huge fucking bummer as far as like my knowledge of like matches are concerned like i've always known like the the you know he the 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 legendary tag matches against him and ftr which you know are aren't that old but some might say like when you watch that you think like man these guys have an entire career ahead of them at this point uh yeah and yeah it's just utter it's utterly utterly said oh my god my video on this just (laughs) That's all right, man. Whatever. No, just it just the the blur just kind of just got a blurry background. Yeah, but yeah, uh, well, not much to really to say about yeah, that. I mean, I mean, he, as a former ROH world he- world heavyweight champion, that was definitely his career staple of him. But then those the Briscoes were definitely like as good of soul as good of a like a loyal a loyal wrestlers as you could possibly ask for. Yeah, yeah out of any company, and you know, so sad. Yeah. You know, uh, Jay did pass away. I believe was it uh, a little over a week ago. It was I think it was on the Tuesday. 17th. Yeah, it's on the seventeenth or the sixteenth, whatever. Yep. Uh, uh, and then earlier this week, um, you know, the, like you said, the whole wrestling world uh, kind of came together. You know, said nothing but great things about him. And you know, despite you know the the, the reports that held him back from being in uh, AEW Dynamite, which you know it's. It's been said by everyone that, you know, well, he said something dumb on Twitter and, you know, he tried to try to. Learn I mean, and- we're not here to police other people's emotions yeah. and opinions on like, you know, what they think, you know, of their yeah. opinion of that person. But, um, you know, proof is in the pudding. Everybody like there's there's just so much people as, as much as the outpouring of support, you know, for Jay Briscoe, like of his existence like you can see like the amount of people and like prominent figures of the lgbtq wrestling community saying how how you know how how humbled he was out of like you know out of that controversy and how like he really really wanted to he really wanted to you know make right like as in like you know ask for forgiveness and you know and what more can you really yeah learn and be better and all that stuff uh yeah, so then earlier this week the IWC, you know those three letters, the in the internet wrestling community, uh, was ignited ablaze when word broke out that Warner Brothers Discovery would not be allowing Mark Briscoe to wrestle on AEW Dynamite after the passing of his brother. Well, rest assured that IWC community firefighter Mr. Tony Khan quickly extinguished those reports and announcing uh Mark Briscoe to face Jay Lethal on AEW Dynamite this week to honor the late great Jay Briscoe. Yeah, yeah that shit was wild. No, it was a great match. Like well no, the match. thing is like so like I was listening to I was listening to them, you know, Observer Radio and like when he when that mailbag question came up saying, "Well, can Mark Briscoe appear on AEW?" and like Meltzer was like he just said no and he said no and nobody's and people are not going to like that answer and so and as soon as I heard that and then ended that podcast, I immediately went to Twitter and to see that match get announced like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit yeah. went down. And so, uh, you know, I it's I fucked mean, up. It it's fucked up that he was just like barred from it from the first place. Like, I, I, get, I get that it was Jay, but then like to, to, to lump Mark into it, too. Like, it's just that just that idea is just. 
yeah. or whatever. What's been said, what's been said was said, and yeah. we got a really great fucking dynamite match out of it. So, uh, leading to Mark Briscoe defeating Jay Lethal with the Jay Driller, uh, which was like I said, an absolutely fabulous match. Uh, that meant much more than storyline, more to honor, like I said, uh, Jay Briscoe. Uh, like I said, the match, I was- that match was fantastic too. Like these guys, like Mark Briscoe, you could really see him hold. He held it way. I don't want to say better, but then like he had it together. He had the, I swear to God, the biggest resolve that I could see from anyone after, you know, knowing that their brother tragically passed away. And, and once you compare that to, you know, Jay lethal, which not to say, you know, he's better, he's better than him at such and such, but then you could see the outpouring of emotion that Jay was having, what Jay lethal was having in comparison. It's just like, man, he, Jay Briscoe really just, you know, again, he's just like had a great effect on him, great effect on both of them, obviously on Mark, you know, yeah. So the show started with Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, Daniel Garcia was ringside taking on Ricky Starks and Action Andretti. Uh, match ended when Garcia smacked Andretti with the baseball bat and uh, Sammy hitting the GTH for the pin and the win. Uh, I mean, not much match there, just, you know, them. It's just kind of what confirmed my fear when Ricky Starks had that semblance of momentum coming out of that MJF program was let's slot him in with JAS and have basically just have him kneecapped. Like same thing happened to Eddie Kingston, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now look at where Eddie Kingston is, which confuses the hell out of me still, but <laughs> yeah, well, the story we'll see like, how, it, the we'll see how it goes. We'll see know? how it goes. Oh, Eddie Kingston's obviously going to join the house of black. He's going to come out with like black face paint. I thought he was gonna come out with blackface, and I was just like, "What?" I, I that would be that would be weird. That but would be a choice. That would be a choice. Yes. Uh, Darby Allen with Sting uh, defeating Buddy Matthews with Julia Hart uh, to retain the TNT title after attempted interference by the House of Black, who were thwarted by Sting and Ortiz because you know Ortiz, them, Eddie Kingston, it's now Sting, the connection, Darby the connection. And- Eventually, Samoa Joe's going to get folded into that, and then Wardlow, and then it's just going to be the whole big uh, Royal Rumble match or Casino Battle Royal. Oh, that's a long ways away, Corey. Well, you know, I don't know. I feel like there there's so many people involved in the storyline with the House of Black that uh, what 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 is that leading to? I'm I'm kind of just it's it's not it's not leading to anything. It's just giving an excuse for these guys to show up on television. I'm sorry. I'm just not the biggest fan. After the match, Tony Schiavone got in the ring to interview Darby. Samoa Joe appeared on the screen to challenge Darby Allen for the TNT title. Uh, I can't remember. Is that next week or I believe that's next week, right? Yeah. Uh, then, let me to, to get back on the whole House yeah. of Black thing. Uh, they're wonderful performers, all three of them. It's just that. Every time I see them on television, I, was, I just think like we we know how good these guys are. We don't want to say we have nothing for them, but really we can't. Let's just slot them in matches for no for no reason. And like as much as I like seeing them, you know, do their job, be wrestlers wrestling, it's it's, it's wearing a little bit thin. Especially knowing, especially when you know, like there's no really meaningful long term plans with them. Like no, Buddy Matthews is not gonna. He is not getting that TNT title. No, uh, 
Malachi Black. Uh, he might know. win one of these days. Should be the All Atlantic champion. Him or Pac. Ah, now Pac already got that. Oh, whatever. Yeah, he already had it. Uh, next up, uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry and uh, or and the FTW champion Hook. So that's uh, Jungle Hook, the team of uh, defeated Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. Uh, with uh, members of the firm ringside, a uh, decent match uh, through, but it went through the picture in picture. Uh, Jungle Hook won when uh, Perry applied the snare trap to Page, and Hook prevented Hardy from saving Oligo. So, Michael, what the what is going on with the firm? That's what I want to know. What is this? Is this like just I mean, the Stokely Mystic? Hathaway thing, right? Yes, yes. Uh... Uh, you know, it's just he's just a heel. I mean, Stokely Hathaway's, Hathaway is a heel manager and he has clients and those are his clients. Big Bill, Ethan. Now uh, Matt Hardy and Isaiah are folded into that. I, I don't know, man. I think I think Stokely Hathaway like does enough to justify the existence of this firm. You know, I you, you don't necessarily he's 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 entertaining enough just to, he makes it work honestly I, he's he's honestly the best part of that entire oh, he's obviously the best part of that entire package so well i mean yeah but it just feels like the island of misfit toys to me that's all anyways uh next up we have uh family therapy with the acclaimed and daddy ass this was barely a segment guns. this was barely a segment yeah, barely a segment but i feel like we got something coming here i feel like elaborate <sighs> I, I think I think Billy Gunn's turning on the acclaimed. Uh, I Billy Gunn's the most over part of that entire act. Why would you fucking turn him heel? I don't know, but the way they ended that, it was like he he said, "What do you want from me, kids?" Like I I it wasn't there for you as a father. He they made him like feel like a horrible father, and he's just like, "What do you want?" And they said, "We want those titles." And they walked away. You know what's a father to do at that point? I mean, logically speaking, but it is pro wrestling, so there's no real, real life logic there. But. Yes, it's fair. I mean, boy, I don't know, because like, really, I, I can see, I can, I mean, I can see, but you're right. I can see, I can see the as as over as Billy Gunn is, I can see the acclaim kind of wiping their hands clean off of Billy Gunn at this point, even though Scissor Me Daddy Ass continues to be the most over fucking uh, catchphrase, arguably in the entire company. Yeah. throughout the entire yeah yeah, yeah. but no they that, could do whatever they want honestly like it's i i wouldn't feel i wouldn't feel that strongly any other way i don't see the guns as champion all that being said and i mean i do kind of agree why would they do that with the most over thing but what what they're hinting at to me it seems like they were hinting at a breakup there uh, Brian Danielson defeated the ROH six man, one of the ROH six man champion, uh, Brian Cage with Prince Nana, who I'm still asking, like, who, who was Prince Nana? He was, uh, ROH. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, no, he I was know. A bit, he was a I know. Big part of ROH. Okay. Okay. He was a big part of ROH. Okay. I just feel like if they're going to be on here more often, we should get up to know them a little bit more. That's all I'm asking. Uh, it's all I'm asking. People know. I mean, well, it, I don't know. okay. Okay. Not everything needs an explanation, but that's okay. I'm just saying. Uh, so this was uh, the third out of the fifth match series. And uh, boy, it was a pretty damn good match. With uh, uh, They were really beating up on Brian, though, focusing on uh, the shoulder or the arm of Daniel Bryan. or Brian that's, you know, Bryan. part of the arm. Uh, Brian did uh, pick up the victory with a flash roll-up pin. 
But after the match, MJF came out to join Cage in a, a beatdown, and you know, a ceremonial beatdown of Brian Danielson and his arm after the match, smashing Not it into the arms, uh, aiming to pilmanize Brian's arm until Kanosuke Takeshita came out to the ring for the save. Uh, Michael, so what do you think of this build to this title match at AEW Revolution? Because to me, it seems like they're building him up for a loss. Well, no shit, Corey. <laughs> of course he's going to lose this. Well, this is your favorite wrestler. You're going to go see him live. You're going to go see this match live, sitting next Monkey, to me. I mean, Monkey's Paw, it's going to be an hour, and it's going to be an hour full of, I mean, uh, hour full of shenanigans. Or not. Like, he wrestled an hour against Hangman Adam Page like last year, literally last year, so... I mean, yeah, Brian, I think Brian I th- Daniels is too talented for, you know, for this to like make it not look good or make it not look fucked in a, with an hour long match. But I do see them planting the seeds of like callbacks to the last five matches to the last five matches to really kind of just pad out time. Like every, I, I bet you like everybody that Brian wrestled will be involved in that match, which is not going to be, which is in the, which isn't a great prediction, especially for a show that I'm going to be attending. Um, it could have, it could, it probably won't happen. I don't think. Yeah. I just, I just have that wrestling logic brain rot in me for that to happen, just to, for a way to pad, pad that out. Uh, but as far as the build is concerned, um, Hey, it's getting Danielson TV time. It's getting him wrestle. It's getting him to wrestle matches b- between wrestlers that you never really expected. You know, like very unique matches. He's not. He, he doesn't have any. It's not. It's not stuff that we have. Like it's. It's. It's stuff that we haven't seen before. Like a fucking Bandito Danielson match on national television. It's yeah. a Keshta match. Like these. This is what we wanted out of Danielson. Brian right? Cage match. Yeah, a lesser extent, <laughs> but Man. you know they. They had a story to tell with that Thatcher, one. Which, Thatcher really next mind. week, so. Yeah, that Thatcher. He's going to be wrestling Danielson on that date, and he's going to be wrestling on West Coast on some other date, right? So, uh, uh, what do you mean? Doing an indie show or no? What? Yeah, Thatcher's doing West Coast. Oh, 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 Thatcher. Thatcher. I was, I was like, yeah. Danielson is not. But yeah, he's doing West Coast Pro. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Against ba- Bailey, right? Mike Bailey. Not Bailey, but Mike Speedball, Mike Bailey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, Thatcher uh, versus uh, Mike Bailey is going to be a great match. How is that? That's the one I think weekend of Revolution, right? Yeah, so yeah. Revolution's on Sunday, that's on a Saturday at the correct. Irish Community Center. That's correct. I already got my ticket. I just don't have my ticket for Rampage, and I'm still considering it. I don't know, maybe I will. I, think, maybe. I wonder how the tickets are for that show. You think, hmm, let me try, let me see if I can get tickets for that. I mean, That's the I, thing. They got to announce. I mean, they they haven't announced anything for Dynamites for the for. It'll probably be a TNT title match or uh, an All Atlantic title match on Rampage. I'm guessing it's a it's live though. Yes. So are they just going to do Elevation or Dark? Ele- no, wait. Probably Dark. I'm guessing. Yeah, they'll probably just do Dark. I don't know. That's that's a big ask. <laughs> I'm working that 50, day too. Fifty, but I'm I'm asking for that whole kind of Wednesday through Sunday off. Yeah, I'm. Thinking if I could probably make work, I'll probably too be too tired. I got to tell him. I really do got to tell him <laughs> that I can't do first week of March. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. Next up, uh, Ruby Soho defeated Tony Storm after Britt Baker. Uh, the seemingly face turned Britt Baker came out to distract Storm. Uh, just Yeah. So is it really a face turn? Explain what happened. I mean, so she just kind of came out and distract Tony. Well, Tony Storm's a heel. 
and you know by transitive property i mean by associative property or whatever property in math that i didn't listen in variables and and denominators you know those are at play here michael so (laughs) but then it's a heel move to ah no faces faces do that all the time it's it was weird this entire women's segment was weird the match was okay but this thing was weird you know there's they've been setting up the whole uh homegrown talent versus the wwe uh what do you think of that (laughs) well with ruby soho on the homegrown talent side is a little weird I mean, you can always have like the the in betweeners, like, hey, I like started my career not with WWE, but I was in WWE, but then I'm here now. That's I feel like that's again, I it's it always just kind of becomes the root of like my overall problem with like with angles of that sort of element where people complain like, oh, these these ex WWE people, you're getting a bunch of WWE people, like motherfucker, like. These past five years, like I've been all WWE. Everybody's been in WWE, like because of like thanks to Triple H and his like indie hiring spree. Like you'd be like hard pressed to get. I mean, granted, there's plenty of wrestlers who haven't been to WWE that are you know getting the attention of AEW and will sign with AEW. You know, with your action and dreadies and your Nick Waynes and other seemingly excited prospects. But like at the end of the day, like you're getting wrestlers, and with the amount of wrestlers out there, chances are. They work for WWE. It's, that's not, I don't know. Yeah, it's just going to happen. Yeah. Um. So next up, oh, uh, the, yeah, the nervous that everyone's talking about that hip attack, Tony Storm. I mean, doesn't. Ass based offense. Yeah. Uh, MJF, then that's when he announced after this, he announced Timothy Thatcher will be facing uh, Brian Danielson next week. That's and his happen- teeth. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's he's a fighter. He's hot fought. Him and Mark Briscoe. It was a. It was kind of a, a, a toothless fifteen. You know he hasn't gotten those teeth fixed or anything. Okay, it's part of his gimmick. He is a farmer. He's a fighter. Britt Baker was too busy distracting Tony Storm to do anything about those two. So, see exactly. Could well she's that's what makes her a heel. I I still think they're setting that up to you know eventually, uh, Britt. You know using the other faces to defeat Soraya and. Tony Storm and then eventually turning on Jamie Hayter. Because, you know, why else would she be doing any of this if it wasn't all about herself? Uh, I don't know how I feel about uh, a face Britt Baker. That's what I'm saying. She's going to be a heel all along. She's just using everyone to her advantage in this situation. All right. Um, so, like I said, then we had the main event. ROH champion Mark Briscoe defeated Jay Lethal. Uh, as we noted in the intro after the match, Mark Briscoe met with the ROH and AEW rosters on the stage for an emotional uh, kind of celebration of Jay Briscoe. Uh, as AEW went off the air, we had Mark holding up both his and Jay's title with uh, a tribute to Jay Lee or Jay Briscoe on the back screen. That ending, man, that ending of Mark Briscoe just like talking to the camera saying like, like he like acknowledging Jay's family and acknowledging him, you know, them as them as brothers and say, like, I'll see you again. Like that. That was some slick shit, dude. Like even that, like slick as in like, man, yeah. Mark Briscoe, whenever he's ready, like he has. I mean, it's no surprise that he's like a, a, an incredible worker. Of course, like that dude's been wrestling since for like almost 20 years at this point. But whenever he's ready, like he has. He could end up being really 
quite a big fucking deal because there was an interview going on like where he was more he thought he was just more or less done with wrestling and and, and in some really? morbid and he and he said in some kind of morbid way he needs he wants to continue to honor you know his his, his family's brother. legacy his and his brother like like by their name and I'm like dude that's what you got there like you have that is the all the ingredients of being a gigantic star or like creating a gigantic connection with the audience and you know your character going forward as like as morbid as that sounds using your you know but it's it, but then there's a realness factor to it too that makes it seem all the more the man's authentic. Gonna eventually got to work too you know what i mean so eventually he's going to come back i have no doubt in my mind like he tony he, like tony Khan said it himself you know with the contract that the briscoes have with the roh which is by all intents and purposes, long term, I'm sure he'll. I'm sure like they'll take care of that family. Oh no, no, as no! As long as they possibly you know. can. But I'm just saying, like you know, eventually, like he's gonna go back to work. It just he seems like a working man. You know, he seems like he's been working hard his entire life, and to stop working now at this point, uh, he'd probably need to go to work as just to kind of distract himself a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Oh, hey, yeah. look at that! What happened? Apparently, Zoom wants me to upgrade because we're going to need to rejoin in a couple minutes. So let's talk about Vinnie Mac, though, shall we? Eh, do we? Well, I mean, <laughs> PW Insiders, it just came out earlier today. PW Insiders Mike Johnston has reported that Vincent Kennedy McMahon has been spotted within the Titan Towers. Hit the alarm. Yeah, no shit. Vinnie He's Mac fucking, he works for that company. He's the fucking chairman of that company dude well, of course he's going to be in titan well, towers there have been reports that his you know he was uh re- he's returned back when he quote unquote retired mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you high five go. yeah no i mean yeah I'm trying to refocus my camera there. that's what i was <laughs> um this is the first confirmed sighting uh, at least confirmed by pw insider but do you think he's like making a full return to creative and his full vincent kennedy vinnie mac ways Michael, I mean, I feel like that's kind of just what everybody was thinking when the second like his comeback was like was even hinted at. That was my number one, 100 percent like hunch like, oh, he's going to want creative back. He wants everything back. It's going to be him. It's going to be him. It's going to be him. It's going to be all, you know, and how that impacts the, the sale of any company, I think everybody is just looking at the Saudis because it turned just like, that seems to be like the number one company. That's just kind of fast dead. Like that would be the one to approve the prospect of Vince being in creative control. Yeah. Yeah. No. Cause I can't, like I said, we said before, I can't see him leading creative control. If any other company, maybe if Endeavor bought him, cause you know, they got, they got Dana White still bought WWE, not Vince. What? bought him oh, yes. i made it sound like yes. you were buying vince y'all i mean vince i'm if the price was right i'm sure he'd be open to a sale i'm just saying he always has been all right let's let's talk a little raw triple h though okay or not triple h because uh triple h was on raw this week we'll talk about it maybe a little bit but raw triple x did you watch the whole show michael no okay did you watch the show at all no no you didn't watch any of it you didn't watch the bloodline segment mm, i heard about it oh my god so Thursdays, everybody, you got to watch this, Michael, because honestly, what? It, no, no, this, it, is, this is what I signed up for. <laughs> Fuck you. This is a great. This is a great segment. And OK, setting, I believe they're, you. They're setting Sammy up. They're setting Sammy up to the umph degree. 
you know, with uh, Roman kind of leading him and Paul Heyman leading this uh, crusade against Sammy at this point, saying he's let the family down time and time again. And kind of kind of taken it to the point where they were telling Solo Sokoa to take out Sami Zayn, uh, which led to Jey Uso standing up for Sami Zayn uh, to defend him. Uh, it's just a little confusing because, like I said, I don't know where this trial part came from. Because uh, last week on SmackDown, Heyman was kind of like, uh, yeah, whatever. Let's keep Sami Zayn in the bloodline. It's all good. And this week he's trying to kick him out. But like I said, it does lead down a series of uh, of twists and turns. Because, I mean, if you're going to set up for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at some point to take They need to make that abundantly clear because you're kind of just setting up your audience to to think that Zayn, Sami Zayn is winning that Royal Rumble, which, hey, if you want to, do it. And they probably, like, but... But kinda... what, what better way to do it than for Jay to give him the kick that kicks him out of the bloodline? You know what I'm saying? At this point, I think Jay standing up for Sammy this last week was just... Just the whole gimmick. A red herring? Was a yeah. red herring? Uh, is, that what, is that what the kids call it? Is that what the kids what? of the 1950s call it? It's a lot, I mean... Yes. Uh, but like I said, uh, we'll see where it goes, especially uh, this upcoming weekend at the Royal Rumble. Wow. Because we only got, what, five matches announced with uh, only a few people announced for. I mean, the you got two hour long Royal Rumbles like you, you can't really you can't really have that much room to announce anything at that point. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, they'll probably add. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Tag team title. Well. Tag team title match would be nice. Just yeah, you could just you could prolong that. Uh, Bianca Belair is going to be taking on Alexa Bliss this weekend for the Raw Women's Title, which I don't know with the whole Uncle Howdy stuff. What do you think of Uncle Howdy, Michael? You sound so excited about Uncle Howdy. You no? sure? Yeah, you know. Okay. Okay. okay, I'm just saying. Not for me. Not for me. There's some like real the... silly. Bi- there's some real silly bastards that into the, into that shit. Not me. Okay, Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Uh, probably have more Uncle Howdy. Uh, tomfoolery. Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Kevin Owens, which I don't know. I think this is definitely going to lead to Roman Reigns to go on to Mania, and then uh, the two Rumble matches. Uh, Women's Rumble. We only have what seven people announced. Liv Morgan. I... Let's just cut you off a little bit. I yeah. did hear one promo from Kevin Owens where he said, I in my match against Roman Reigns, I am going to work hard that night. Yeah. <laughs> well, wrestling, just, yeah, they, they give you no, he's gonna work hard because I know I can't just outright say I'm gonna win it because not a goddamn soul is ever gonna believe me in saying it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this just to let you, you know, believe in me just a little bit, which yeah. Ever the worker, ever the worker, that Kevin Owens. Well, I mean, like I said, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, the whole Sami Zayn thing is going to it's going to happen on on Saturday night at the Rumble, in my opinion. Uh, the women's Rumble. Oh, that's match. A quite a hot take. It's going to happen it's on Saturday happen. in the Royal Rumble. Liv Morgan, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zelina Vega and Emma announced for the women's Rumble. I'm sure there will be more. Yeah, I I hope so. I would hope so. A seven person rumble though that that would kind of free the car up for a tag title match. I think 
Tiffany Stratton will has a good chance of going there. Yeah. Have a, you know, you know, the NXT ladies, Alba Fire. Yeah, oh, definitely uh, have Alba Fire. Uh the Dakota uh, Kai, maybe. Oh, yes. And uh, uh damage control, I'm sure, will be in it. Yeah. yeah. But I think yeah. I mean I honestly think Rhea Ripley's uh the shoe. Kind of the odds on favorite on that one, huh? I mean, unless it leads to like Alexa Bliss coming out and joining the match after her loss to Bianca, you no, know, I don't think sure. Why not? I don't really care. And I should, though. I should. I know I should. it's going to be good. I'm they're not they're not they're not doing a good job in compelling me right now. Yep. Keep going. I'm going to order a pizza. It's oh, wow. That's fun. compelling. My now girlfriend and I most... are watching the Rumble. That's our show. We, we watch it every night. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh-huh. the men's Royal Rumble. Okay, do you think there are going to be any good surprises this year? Like, and I, I mean, I we usually get like Tatanka running out, you know, not Earthquake, but because he's dead. But you know, people like that Tatanka running out. I'm sure will be one because he didn't make the Raw 30. But what do you think, Michael? I'm going to say honestly, I'm going to say Austin has a good chance of appearing. Yeah, I could see Austin. I could see Jay White. <laughs> appear i don't know <laughs> maybe uh jay white's contract is it up in new japan fucking i don't know i you don't know, it really seems like it stuff. is and if they had carl anderson on both shows at one point kind of back to back you know what if you if you have austin the rumble i feel like you should advertise that though well here's the thing with Cody- i mean the rumbles the rumble rumbles the is it is an attractive in and of it is an attraction in and of itself so i don't think you necessarily have to advertise no cold steve austin but they're in texas they're in san antonio texas so hbk maybe and they already and they already kind of uh, like sold that show out so maybe man austin if fucking austin shows up there man that'd be pretty well, fucking sweet uh who's announced so far we got kofi kingston santos escobar rick o'shea austin theory seth Freaking Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Baron Corbin, Rey Mysterio, Gunther, Cody Rhodes, Omos, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross, and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I'm being out of this. I mean, I'm, wait a minute. Where is the Rumble? It's San Antonio. Is it Alamo Dome? Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think Cody Rhodes is odds-on favorite to win this one. Yeah, and I don't think, and then some people are scared of the rejection of Cody Rhodes. It's like uh, I don't, I don't really think so. I think Cody Rhodes has a good chance of good chance of being over enough to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns, and I do think that would be the best decision going forward. Yeah. But for him to win both titles, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Well, I think that about does it here for us. We should probably get out of here because we got about thirty seconds left on this recording. And uh, might as well wrap it up because we're pretty much done. We're pretty much done here. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't cut me off. But uh, until next time, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And uh, we'll see you again. Take care. Have a wonderful day. And uh, we'll see you after the Royal Rumble. Bye. See you. Bye.